With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now. Ladies and gentlemen. Broadcasting from the shores of the world's most beautiful beaches. This is the most talked about radio show in Bay County. The Brian Rust Morning Show. Melting down snowflakes faster than a blowtorch. And doing it with a smile. Now, here's Brian Rust on News Talk at 101. And thank God it is Friday. Good morning. It's Friday, January 14th. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for getting your day started off with us. We got some stuff to talk about. And it's not good news for the Democrats and the Joe Biden administration. Nice little devastating blow hitting him yesterday. Actually, this has been a bad week for the Biden administration. A bad, bad week. Supreme Court shot down uh, the mandates for businesses over 100 employees yesterday, except for there's an exemption that they didn't go after the uh, the nurses, the medical exemption, which I think is is kind of silly that they didn't add that in too. But at least they gave one thing to the Biden administration, which at this point, if the Biden administration was smart, I know, I know. If they were smart, they would at this point just say, screw it. Uh, Just cancel that mandate, too. It's not worth it. But they won't do it. But uh, a big, uh, big shutdown for the uh, Biden administration yesterday as the Supreme Court did override uh, the mandate, uh, the mask mandate that uh, he instituted through executive order uh, to uh, to just not have it. Sorry. But it was overall this week uh, for Biden. It was it was a bad week. I don't think anything uh, went right for him. I don't even know where to start with all the stuff that went wrong. Uh, we'll we'll dive into that later. Today's it's probably going to be an interesting show today because a, one of a couple things is going to happen. First off, I've I only got like three hours of sleep last night, so I may be I don't know either silly goofy. Or I might be a little punchy this morning. I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'm still trying to figure that all out. <laughs> What's going to happen with me? But either way, we'll figure it out. And of course, 233-9988, that is the phone number for you to get onto the show. And we talked the other day about how uh, the Chicago schools, uh, they were they were put into the, the uh, at-home learning again temporarily while the school board uh, or the school union, the teachers union, uh, stage kind of a, a walkout kind of, hey, no, we're not going to do this. Uh, we're not going to go back to school, on and on and on. And then eventually what ended up happening is they uh, they they somehow go, oh, well, all right, well, we'll go back to school, but we still want to work out some things. And, of course, I still think that the way that the, uh, the mayor, Beetlejuice, should have actually handled it is that she really truly should have looked at the teachers and said, look, you got until tomorrow to get your butts back into that classroom, and if you're not there, you're fired. And then live up to it and fire them. But now, the teachers' union has apparently emboldened some students on this. There are Chicago students that are planning a walkout today 
uh, saying that the the district is now saying that they're ignoring the uh, the youth's voice about school safety, and that is the reason for why these Chicago students are now going to plan to walk out. That's <sighs> all it is. Our school systems across this country are becoming more and more dangerous to the future of this country. When you you look at just the the stupidness that is being taught to some of our kids and the, the way that they behave. But the Chicago's public schools radical youth Alliance is now behind the, uh, the walkout that is scheduled for today. Uh, and it'll happen at one thirty. That's not. <laughs> okay. The school day is almost over. You ready to walk out a little early? Yay. Let's walk up. Are these, is, is nobody teaching? If you're going to do a protest, do it so it has an impact. Okay, you ready? Uh, school's almost out. The bell's about to ring. Let's leave early and protest it. But the, uh, the group of students, uh, they are, uh, they're basically protesting, I guess. I guess that's what you want to call it. Uh, because of the fact that uh, the school system is not taking their safety into consideration. Uh, they said in a statement, district leaders, administrators, elected officials consistently make decisions about our safety, assuming that they know what we need when they don't, when they do not. Of course, this is allegedly a group of students that are saying this. You remember the teenagers that know everything. And they say young people are standing up on Friday to refuse to allow the current conditions of our schools and the lack of COVID-19 safety protocols to continue. Yeah, I'm sure that it is 100% the students that are behind it. Anyone want to bet that maybe there's a member of the uh, school teachers union that said, hey, kid, come here. Let me tell you something. But now the Chicago students uh, that, that are planning the, the walkout at essentially the end of the school day today to protest that the administration uh, in the Chicago system is not uh, standing up for the safety of the kids. I mean, look. First off, the school system should tell the kids, no, knock it off. You're not going to go doing this. And then they should actually stop and maybe start to educate. The- oh, wait, did I just use the E word? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to go down that road already. I mean, to expect the school systems to educate our children properly. So we'll be interested to see if the Chicago Public Schools, uh, it's the, the Chicago Public Schools Radical Youth Alliance or the Chai Rads as they're calling themselves. Oh, that is so clever. Shut up and get back to school. Get to class and actually learn something, will you? That's all that you need to do. Get in there and learn. You know what? Actually, here's an idea. Maybe what you should do, and I'm just going to throw this out here. Maybe what you should do is instead of uh, protesting and following for all this, uh, you know, this, this sheep stuff, maybe you should take some biology classes, science classes. Maybe learn a little bit about what's actually going on. Novel concept, I know. But then again, if uh, if you're being taught crap, uh, you're going to regurgitate crap. And that's most likely what's going on there in the school system. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Chicago there. I mean, that's, that city's a mess.
It really is. I, I don't I don't understand why the people of Chicago, I mean, there's got to be some smart, intelligent people that haven't stood up to say, um, guys, look, knock it off. This this is stupid. Between the, the mayor doing the stuff that she does, the woke groups in there that are doing the stuff that they do, the school systems, I mean, just what a horrible place to live. I don't know why anybody wants to live in Chicago. I really don't. But life is going to get even better for all of us. Or at least those of us that use Microsoft Word. Are you ready? Microsoft is now introducing a new feature that suggests politically correct alternatives when someone types phrases that could offend somebody. Seriously? Seriously? Microsoft Word is now going woke, and Microsoft has rolled out the new feature, which checks the potentially offensive words and phrases. The new checker is uh, produced will produce a purple line beneath the problematic sec- uh, sections of text, and the software will also produce some politically correct alternatives to the flagged phrases. Things like humankind is suggested alternative for Neil Strong's One giant leap for mankind speech. So if you put in mankind, mankind, uh, it's going to purple line that and say, I'm sorry, did you mean to say humankind? Because we don't want to offend anybody. That phrase is very offensive. Yeah, mankind. Oh, by the way, did you know what mankind is short for? You ready? Hang on, hang on. Mankind is short for, hang on, hang on, this, oh, this is going to blow your mind, you ready? Mankind is short for humankind. Holy crap, that's just like man. Man is short for human when we refer to mankind. Oh my God. Wow. And yet here we are. Microsoft is going to be correcting words like that. Uh, and they've also got a whole bunch of other things that they as well um, that they're going to get in there and correct your typing. I mean, it's bad enough that it corrects your spelling. Even when you do get the word right, you're like, no, it's just, come on. It's like woke. I don't know if you've tried typing, uh, typing like woke into a text message because this happens to me all the time. I type in woke and it and it tries to correct it to something else. And I'm like, For the love of God, woke is like a popular term now. Get it right. But Microsoft is uh, now going to help you with all of your stuff to make sure that you don't potentially offend a snowflake in whatever it is that you might be writing. It is a feature, however, that is uh, optional. So it's not going to be a mandatory thing. So if you are that worried about offending, uh, you know, somebody in something that you're typing, uh, Microsoft is now going to help. Of course, that's not the help that you really truly need if you are worried about offending somebody by using proper language. Oh my God, I can't believe that I read this story in here and it had a word that offended me. Another phrase that we should start getting used to is get over it or knock it off. But it's a word, it's a word, it hurt me so much. Oh. I just, the snowflakes that get offended and I'm so upset and, 
And you know, it'd be one thing. I mean, I read things every now and then that would, I would read it and go, oh, you know, that's, that's kind of stupid. You know, I, I'll see something that will, especially coming from progressives, when they attack uh, the ideology that I believe in or they attack somebody that I support, I, I'll look at it and go, oh, come on, really seriously, knock it off. But that's where it ends. I don't watch, uh, you know, a late night TV show, and I'm sure most of you are the same exact way. We don't watch a late night TV show and they say, uh, you know, something about Donald Trump or something about Donald Trump supporters. You know, I look at it and go, really, come on, knock it off. But I don't sit there and, and throw a temper tantrum like all these snowflakes will constantly do. And that's what they do. Because of the fact that you said a word or a phrase that just, oh, my God, I'm so, oh, God, I'm having heart problems. Oh, I need a safe space. I mean, if you were that type of a person where uh, a phrase triggers you to a point to tears and needing safe spaces and requiring that the proper words are used so I don't be offended, you're the problem. I mean, it's one thing if somebody comes out and, and says a few things that I think everybody could agree would be inappropriate language. I get that. But changing things like mankind. Oh, you can't say mankind. It really should be humankind. Well, what about those that don't, uh, don't identify themselves as human? Are you going to offend them too? Oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God, what are we going to do for those that don't identify as humankind? Oh, my God, I think I'm starting to have an anxiety attack. Oh, my God, oh, my God, I need my cafe coffee. It's just the whole thing is so stupid. It really, truly is. I mean, where do you draw the line? Where does it all end? Where does it end when you finally can actually say, look, that's what the word is, and the word represents this. Knock it off. Stop being such a buttercup. But they just, uh, the, the woke left, and, and, I, and the problem with this is not just the woke left, but it's us on the right that are not woke enough or willing enough to say, stop it. Grow up. You want something to cry about? Come here. I'll give you something to cry about. Good God. The progressive left, man. Y'all need to get over it. Hang on. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Rust Show. You're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. Triggering the crazy left is his specialty. The Brian Rust Show. News Talk at 101 is back. All right. Welcome back to the show. And you know what? I don't think I need to do anything to trigger the crazy left. They are doing it. Totally on their own. Oh, my God. Filmmaker Adam McKay. She's, again, living in their fantasy world. But uh, filmmaker Adam McKay, he's got a new film out called uh, Don't Look Up. And he now believes that his new Netflix comedy has the power to change the course of politics. Here we are, the crazy left living in a fantasy world. Of course, it's got to come from Hollywood. But he says that his, uh, his wish is for Senator Joe Manchin to watch the, the satire movie and experience an empathy on climate change, which the director has now called the biggest threat in the history of mankind. It is the biggest threat we have ever seen. Of course, 
by now, I think we're supposed to already be underwater, Florida. Because remember, uh, you know, the polar ice caps were supposed to completely melt. Uh, all of Florida would be underwater, most of the East Coast underwater. Um, what else? We have, uh, well, how many years did, uh, did AOC say? We, like 12 years. So now we're, what are we down to like nine, 10 years left before we got to go? And how many other uh, times have we heard that the climate change is the, the existential threat? But now apparently, if you watch this movie, Joe Manchin, go watch Don't Look Up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And you will change your mind. Everything will change for you and you will understand and you'll have some empathy on climate change. I wish I could make this stuff up. I really do. This just sounds like stuff where you're like, hey, uh, you, you want to make something up? Let's do it this way. But you can't make it up. This is this is legitimate stories. But he said, uh, telling some reporters that he uh, his wish is for Joe Manchin to sit down with his family and thinking, let's watch this. It's supposed to be a comedy. My kids like Leonardo DiCaprio. My grandkids like Ariana Grande. And then that ending comes. My dream would be for one second, Joe Manchin feels it in his bones for even one second. <laughs> Senator Joe Manchin provoked the uh, the ires of the left when he declined to support Joe Biden's uh, Build Back Better. And I guess that triggered this director. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Joe Manchin, he needs to watch this comedy. And then when he watches the comedy, he's going to change his mind. And he's going to understand that climate change is the biggest threat to America. No, the biggest threat to America right now is the Democrat Party. Really, truly is. However, uh, it doesn't look like there's going to be much more of them uh, coming up. Already 26 different uh, Congress people, men and women, uh, that are Democrats that have already said, nope, I'm done. Not even going to run for re-election. Not even going to try this. 26. The Republicans, by the way, only need five to take control of the House. Rumors got it going on that Nancy Pelosi's chief staff is uh, getting ready to exit. Uh, already a few of them have. The person who ran her uh, re-election campaigns was like, deuces, I'm out. Can't take it no more. See you, bye. Other top aides have already uh, either left or acknowledged that they are going to be leaving. So it's a matter of time at this point before Nancy Pelosi goes, well, you know, it's been a really long time I've been up here at this bar. What? Podium, podium. And it's time for me to go back to San Francisco and have some ice cream in a martini glass. 
So it's a matter of time before we get that speech uh, from Nancy Pelosi. But the Democrat Party is, I mean, they're completely imploding. Completely imploded. They've got nothing. This week has been a, probably the worst week for Joe Biden and his administration. And then they send out, uh, oh, why are they doing it? Why do they keep sending out Kamala? <laughs> That's right. I'm the vice president. Uh, please stop reminding us of that. Please, Kamala. But she did an interview on NBC. And, uh, oh, this did not work out well. It did not work out well at all. When they were asking her some questions regarding, uh, you know, the COVID actions and everything else, it sounded a lot like the, uh, you remember the, uh, the the pageant speech? God, was that like 10 years ago, whatever it was? Like, because when the things stuff and because, well, and then, well, that's why, and okay, and heh <laughs> That was like the response that Kamala Harris had to a question that she was asked during this NBC interview. That's because that's right. We have the plan and we're thinking with the stuff and, and things and we got the, and, and it's going to with the stuff and things. And I like toitles. I mean, Jesus, this is the, this is the vice president of the United States and they send her out onto national television and she can't form a sentence. The, the, that thing with the stuff and I, oh, hang on. The voices in my ear are just, I can't, guys, you got to slow down. I can't keep up with all of this. Oh, they, they wrote something down for me. I forgot what it was. The, 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 and the, the, when, when you see, when you, when you go around on on the backside and you, and you you got the, the purple, maybe it's whatever it is that happened to Joe Biden is happening to her. (laughs) Or it's just a giant case of stupid. One of the two. But it is just absolutely embarrassing. And, of course, what's really got to be embarrassing for Joe Biden right now, uh, his new poll number has him at 33% approval, 75% approval in the Democrats, which is horrible because generally when the particular party is in power, that party generally has a 90% approval. 90. Joe Biden has got 75 as a whole for the Democrats, 33 as a whole for the nation as the approval. And Kamala Harris actually has a 35% approval rating. After the bumbling interviews that she does, <laughs> that's right, I'm on TV. And America approves more of her than Joe Biden. Oh my God, we are in such trouble. Hey, Nancy. Can you pass the bottle? I think we all need at least one swig of that. Hang on. We got to take a break for Fox News coming up here at the bottom of the hour. 233-9998. That is the number for the show today. Hang on. We will be right back. Feeling a little thirsty? Nothing quenches it better than an ice-cold bottle of liberal tears from the Brian Rush Show Bottled Water Company. Now, let's get those tears running on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, More bad news, I think, for the Democrat Party. Between all the bad week that happened with uh, Joe Biden and all of the things that have happened to him between Kamala Harris's horrible interviews... Uh, his interviews that he did, then Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin saying, no, we're not going to back the, uh, the filibuster. And then the Supreme Court at the same time on his way back from the Capitol saying, yeah, those mandates are not going to happen, except for the medical one, the, uh, the medical field. That one they're letting stand. 
But the ones for any employers that are over 100 employees, uh, they basically said, you know, knock it off. Don't do it anymore. But now Doug Schoen, who is a uh, political strategist for the Democrat Party, he was on Fox News yesterday. And he said that Hillary Clinton is the only viable national candidate for the Democrats in the 2024 presidential election. Oh, God. If that is the only viable option that the party has, that party's over. I mean, you cannot, there's no way you're telling me that the only person that the Democrat Party can find of all the people that are out there is Hillary Clinton as the only viable national candidate for the presidential election coming up in 2024. Doug Schoen asked, uh, was asked on Laura Ingram's show, uh, is she going to do it? And Doug Schoen said that I think President Trump is ahead in the polls, and I think his policies certainly look better now than the Biden policies, even though I was not and am not a supporter of President Trump. Policy is policy. And I think that a rematch between the two is more likely today than it would have ever imagined, even a couple of months ago. Secretary Clinton is really, I think, the only viable national candidate that we Democrats have to face a historic midterm defeat. That is, that is a, not a good sign, not a good sign at all for the Democrats. When the only person that you have to go up against the Republican party in 2024 is Hillary Clinton. And of course they all already know that coming up in the midterm uh, with the election later on this year in November, it's going to be a devastating loss. I'm talking about probably one of the biggest bloodbaths that have happened in a very, very long time in politics. Already 26 Democrats in Congress have said, nope, done with it. Hillary Clinton, or not Hillary Clinton, um, Nancy Pelosi is uh, right there teetering on the edge of getting ready to announce that she is also going to retire. But how many more? The Republicans only need five, five candidates to win and retain everything that they got in order to take the house. But it looks as as you look at all the polls now, it looks really good that the Republican party is going to have a major, major historic landslide in this midterm election. And of course, one of the things that I think is going to definitely come out of the, the Biden administration, or at least I hope it does. And this is something that should be looked at not only uh, on the national stage, but in, in state stages and local stages as well. But Joe Biden, the reason for why he became the president was because of the my turn politics. I mean, Joe Biden is hands down the worst candidate of all of those that were running on the Democrat ticket to be the president. I mean, even if you want to say, oh, well, look at my resume. I've been in uh, the Senate and Congress for 47 years or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, but what have you accomplished? I mean, sitting in a rocking chair all day long doesn't mean that you're a great housekeeper. It just means you've been sitting in the rocking chair for a long time in the house. But when you look at all the other candidates that were running, I mean, he is far, far, far the worst one that they could have done. But the reason for why Joe Biden became the president and became the nominee for the Democrat Party was because of my turn politics, which is another reason for why they're looking at Hillary Clinton. It's Hillary Clinton's turn. She's, it's her turn to be that. And I think this is something that all political parties 
everywhere, uh, whether it be a local level, state level, national level, it's time to get away from the my turn politics. I mean, if the if the person that you think it is their turn to be that is qualified and is the best qualified person, then yeah, then support that person. That person should should uh, should run. But just because it is one of those, well, I've paid my dues. It's my turn. Doesn't mean that that is the person that should be put into office. And you really should look at the qualifications. Joe Biden did not have any. He sat there and told you, oh, you know, I'm the I'm the only candidate that's got all this national and international diplomacy and blah, blah. But did he really? I mean, what did he do as vice president? Not a whole lot. And then when he was senator and congressman, he never really did anything. And you look at some of the stuff that he did do. I mean, some of the racial stuff right there. You'd think that the Democrats would automatically have disqualified him, but they didn't. But Hillary Clinton is what they're thinking is going to be their only saving grace. Good God. 233-9988 is the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Nope. Sorry, I missed you. But Howard Dean now is jumping on the uh, the anti-GOP bandwagon, which is something that we're going to see a lot now. This is what we're going to see over the next uh, coming months leading up to the election in November. Because the problem with the Democrats is that they don't have anything to run on. They have absolutely nothing. They can't come out and say, well, look, you know, we passed the Build Back Better and we we passed the voting rights and we did this and we did. They've got nothing. They haven't been able to pass anything that has been worth anything. The handling of the coronavirus was horrible. They come out and attack American parents by labeling them as domestic terrorists. And now Howard Dean jumping on, uh, saying that the right-wing zealot Supreme Court is a threat to America and millions will die. See, again, the only way that the Democrats can do politics is out of fear. If they don't scare the hell out of somebody into thinking that they are the only people, it's only us, only we can do this. Only the Democrats can save America. But Howard Dean said Thursday on MSNBC's The Beat that the Supreme Court striking down President Biden's vaccine mandate for large private companies means it was a threat to America because millions will die. When asked if uh, if this sets back the safety of uh, of the Americans today, and he says it does. The disturbing thing is, of course, this is the right wing ideological zealotry that uh, has subsisted. Uh, has substituted the their judgment for public health. Judgment which they're totally unqualified to do. They did the same thing in the abortion case in Mississippi where they look at like, like they are headed the way and then we substitute their judgment for the judgment of doctors and patients. This is an ideologically motivated court. Like it wouldn't be if it was a liberal court. Come on, stuff it, Howard Dean. And then he continued saying that this situation is going to kill probably more Americans than died. <laughs> Certainly in World War II. Are you... By the way, uh, as we keep hearing all of this news that uh, the Republicans are evil and our policies are going to kill millions of people. New study come out from the CDC saying that the, uh, the SpongeBob variant 
is actually 91% less lethal than the previous variants. 91%. And MSNBC's Jason Johnson also jumping onto this scare the heck out of him bandwagon that we're going to see from the left. And we'll see a lot of this from the, uh, the mainstream media. You watch. The mainstream media is going to go onto a campaign of making all of the, the Republicans that are running to be a threat to America. It's going to be a threat to the democracy. It's going to be a threat to your health and your well-being and your, your survival in the world. It's going to be horrible. But contributor to MSNBC, Jason Johnson, said yesterday on the deadline that the Republican Party is a dime storefront for a terrorist movement. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but this is what he's saying. And he compared the Republican Party to the Palestine Liberation Organization, which represents the Palestines at the United Nation. And of course, Hamas, the terrorist group that controls Gaza and has affiliations with PLO and is constantly firing rockets at people and blowing things up. This is who this contributor to MSNBC is comparing the GOP to. It's nothing but a terrorist movement. It's a front for the terrorist movement. And he said that we don't know if Trump's going to be on the ballot. And if Trump is on the ballot in 2024, it's the easiest thing in the world for Democrats because you can always run against the bad guy. But I think the bigger, more dangerous thing, and I have been saying this for a while, I'm working hard to, say, to never say Republican Party again because it's not a party. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And he continued to, uh, to compare it to the IRA, also to the PLO and to Hamas, saying that they're a dime storefront for a terrorist movement, and they don't have a policy in 2020 except loyalty to Trump. Jeez, this guy must be half asleep. It's unbelievable. And this is the type of stuff that we're going to hear and see from the left and the mainstream media for months to come. 233-9988 is the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Hey, Brian. Like this, I'd rather, if Trump's a bad guy, I'd rather have a bad guy than a stupid guy. Right? I mean, even Doug Schoen said, hey, you know, policy is policy. I don't like Donald Trump, but his policies worked. And I think a lot of Americans, long, a lot of Americans, I think are... Works. Everything, your attitude and the way you talk it shouldn't have nothing to do with what you run on. Right. And, and the problem is, is that we have too many people nowadays that run off of emotion. And yes, you know, Donald Trump said some things that were maybe a little direct uh, and maybe not the most politically correct 
uh, in the most uh, coddling kind of way. But uh, words are words and actions are so much louder. And you look at the actions of what Donald Trump did without the help of his own party, let alone the Democrats. And it was good policy and it was successful across the board. And I'd rather have somebody tell me the truth and not sugarcoat it. Right. Somebody lied to me like hell with sugar all over. it. No kidding. And, And I've been reading some polls and reading a lot of stuff where people are saying, you know what, hey, Ah, you know what? I didn't. I wasn't really a big supporter of Donald Trump. I didn't like the way that he spoke, but his policies worked, and I would support him. So I think that when when it comes around, even people who don't like Donald Trump and don't like the way he says things will still most likely vote for him because his policies were proven to be effective. So I mean, this time around, it's not going to be one of those. This is what I'm going to do. It's going to be this is what I did, and I'm going to do it again. And people are going to be like. Damn, well, he was right. Hey, start voting for the man for what he stands for, but not what he acts like. Yeah. I don't care how you act when you get in there. Just do what you're going to say. Yeah, but the problem that we have in America now is too many snowflakes. Correct. I don't give a damn if you're completely correct. Yeah, as long as it's not being typed up in a Word document now, then nothing will be okay. Yeah, or somebody has to keep whispering in here and tell you what to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need no puppet on a string. No, we don't. And uh, and I think that uh, that the Democrats might really be underestimating uh, those that were the anti-Trumpers because they are even smart enough to realize I don't like what Donald Trump said or how he said it or the names he made. You know who's real happy about Joe Biden being president? Hillary Clinton. No, Jimmy Carter, because he ain't the worst damn person we had. <laughs> yeah, that is true. He's got to be pretty happy about the fact that uh, he's, he's doing, lost that, that title. That old man doing cartwheels. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, that it, it's, it's unbelievable. This is the most lame, dumb, stupidest-ass president i ever seen in my If you can't carry on a sentence, get the hell out. Yeah, I mean, when you've got control of both the House and the Senate and you still can't get anything passed... Uh, that's not a good sign. And then coming up hey, after this year, he's going to be more trouble. Blow up. That's right. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens next year with it. Um, it, it won't be very good. Uh, the next two years of, of his administration will be lame duck. I'll say it again. People out there, get your head out your ass. Quit worrying about a Democrat or Republican. Look at the policy because yep. this country is headed in the wrong direction and see what the policy is and vote for the right man. Absolutely. That's what we got to do. Hey, bud, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. All right. Have a great day. Great weekend, too. Uh, you know, and, and it's it's very true that a lot of people that, that looked at Donald Trump and didn't like the way he said something or what he particularly said or the attacks that he may have made uh, on Democrats. But they've also gotten to a point now that they're able to look at this and say, hey, I didn't like him. I really didn't like him. I didn't like what he said, but... Man, life was so much better, and his policies actually worked. They actually worked. And more Americans are seeing that now, including a lot of Democrats, and the anti-Trump Republicans are seeing that too. They don't want to admit it. A lot of them are like, oh, God, I don't want to say it, but Donald Trump, he was right. 233-9988 is the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Morning, Brian. This is Snowbird Bob. Hey, Snowbird Bob, how are you? Good. I got bad news for you. Uh oh. I can't go camping Saturday night. You know what? Neither can I. So it's all good. Okay. Good. <laughs> Although I, this weekend would be a good weekend to do some camping because it's uh, going to be some great cool weather. Yeah, I hear a little rain's coming in too. Nah, that's all right. Uh, Just adds to the adventure. Yeah, I know, but 
I'm 67. I try to cut down any adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's true. You, you don't want to go on too much adventure, but I can do it. <laughs> hey, I got a couple candidates for you for yeah. 2024. Democrat or Republican? Oh, Democrat. Okay, who you got? AOC and Buttigieg. Oh, How my God. Oh, fun? my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Hillary over the two of them. But, yeah, you know, isn't it pretty sad uh -huh. that that uh, that that Doug Schoen, who's actually a really good political strategist, he's a very smart guy, and for him to come out and say that the only viable candidate is Hillary Clinton, that is pretty sad. I mean, even if he was to say, you know, Hillary's got a good chance, but so doesn't X, Y, and Z, there's got to be other Democrats out there that that are at least somewhat smart enough to, to challenge Donald Trump. Well, I, I think everybody's counting their eggs long before the chickens lay them, you know? I mean, it's, what, three years now before? Yeah, we essentially got three years. Yeah. I yeah, mean, we won't January see anything for two. 2024 is a long way away. Yep. And a lot, a lot can change by then. So a lot of these predictions are just idle stabs in the air. Yeah. Um, but as far as Trump goes, I've been a Trump supporter. And I probably would still be, but unfortunately and sadly, I think his time has passed. He should have been reelected, but I don't. I don't think it's going to work next time. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think it all depends. Um, you know, and, and he's even said it that you know his health is going to be a, a big determining factor. Um, and if if he doesn't think that his health is good uh, as it is now, then he probably won't run. Uh, but then again. Um, you know, you never know. It's, it's going to be at least two years before there's actual announcements of who's going to run. And right now, you know, Chris Christie, he wants to run. Ted Cruz wants to run, uh, both of which I don't think are good presidential candidates. Uh, but then there is always Ron DeSantis. You know, Ron DeSantis yeah. is, a, is a good, viable alternative uh, to Donald Trump. But, I mean, Donald Trump, he's still pretty darn healthy. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's he's got a following. Uh, and he might still be the candidate. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it is too early to really jump on that as a definite because it's two years out. And anything could happen within the next two years uh, before they start to actually run for the seat. Three years before we do the election. But we'll yeah, have to see. No, no, that's, that's pretty much the way I think. Uh, uh, DeSantis is the one I, I've been looking at quite a bit lately. I, I'm from upstate. I'm in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. I live there. And we have very, very little good representation in the Congress. Yeah. Um, obviously, AOC and Schumer, and what are you going to do? So I looked at the senators in the other states, like the fellow you had on yesterday, and, and DeSantis. DeSantis looks really good. I mean, what's going on down here in Florida is, you know, it just sounds a lot better than what's going on in New York. Yeah, it really does. I mean... I hate the fact that New York has gotten as bad as it is. is. And, you know, what, what part of upstate New York are you from? Uh, Utica area, Meta County, central New York. Okay, yeah. So, like, that whole area and beyond is, if people think, oh, New York, it's all the same. No. New York City is, like, a state of its own. I mean, even Long Island is different from New York City. Uh, but when you start getting into the, the Utica areas, the uh, the Ogdensburg area, the Buffalo area, the the way, way upstate New York area, even Albany, uh, you know, is completely different uh, from New York City. Uh, and, and the state is actually a little bit more uh, purplish, reddish kind of color, maroon. Uh, 
um, you know, than what people really think. But the representation from that state is is so horrible because, you know, you've got the big power centered right there in New York City and they've all got their heads up their butt like AOC. Yeah. Up, upstate would be red except for the cities. Yeah. Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Utica, Albany, right across the state. You know, they follow the, the Democrat machine pattern. Um, yeah, but the rest of the state is that, different. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll oh, start changing a little bit when you see this. station in Watertown. What is it? What's that? You said you had a sister station up in Watertown. Uh, no, I'm actually, I, I work for a radio station up in Ogdensburg, uh, up there. It's a group up in that way, which is just north of Watertown. I mean, it, it actually, it picks up in Watertown. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's up in that direction that uh, that I do oh, another okay. radio show. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, let me know when you're ready to go camping. All right, we'll, we'll do that. We definitely got to get a, a group of us together to go do a good primitive camping trip uh, and have some fun Sounds out there. Good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bud. Thanks so much for the call. I do appreciate it. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll uh, talk with you later on. We got to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Rush Show, and you're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. This is the most talked about radio show in Bay County. The Brian Rush Show is on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. Coming up on the top of the hour, we're going to break again for news here. And, of course, taking your calls after the top of the hour, 233-9988. Uh, talk about the uh, the mandate that has gone bye-bye. The Supreme Court ruling, uh, yep, that's not going to fly. We're not going to go with that. We'll chat with that about, we'll talk about that a little, little bit, too. <laughs> I'm telling you. Three hours of sleep. I'm not sure how it's going to be today, whether or not we're going to get punchy, which I've already gotten a little bit, or if I'm just going to get delirious. One of the two might happen, but either way, it'll be a fun show. Uh, hang on. We got to take a break for news. We will be right back. This is the Brian Russ Show on News Talk at 101. Good morning. Sometimes the only way to stopping from talking is to cut his mic off and play some commercials. But don't worry. He'll probably pick right back up where he left off. More of the Brian Rush Show is next on News Talk at 101. WYOO Springfield. Serving Parker, Panama City Beach, and Northwest Florida. This is News Talk at 101, Panama City's information station. Now. Ladies and gentlemen. Broadcasting from the shores of the world's most beautiful beaches. This is the most talked about radio show in Bay County. The Brian Rust Morning Show. Melting down snowflakes faster than a blowtorch. And doing it with a smile. Now, here's Brian Rust on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to hour number two of the show. Good morning. So the big news that comes out uh, of Washington was the Supreme Court's decision to Basically put the mandates on hold minus the ones for the healthcare workers. And it was kind of a blow to uh, Joe Biden and the administration and their attempt to really control the people with every little thing that they do. And it's a good thing that they did actually stop it because the question will always be, what is next? If you're able to do it one time, can you do it a second time? And can you do it on something else? And, of course, I'm willing to bet that the Joe Biden administration is going to somehow, some way, find another way to reword it and re-attack it, despite the fact that the CDC has now come out and said that, um, yeah, you know what? This isn't really as bad. 91% less fatal than the Delta variant, which was less fatal than the original variant. 
But the uh, the decision that came from the Supreme Court uh, basically uh, stops the the private sector vaccination. Uh, so that is, if you're a business that is over 100 employees, uh, you do not have to uh, have the vaccination uh, mandate. But it is allowing the mandate requiring healthcare workers to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And that's receiving a lot of mixed reviews on that. And quite honestly, I'm not a big fan of that either because a lot of the people that are working in the healthcare industry have said, no, I don't want this. And they're being booted out of their jobs. And we're already seeing a shortage of nurses and doctors and hospital staff right now. And now we're going to be able to continue to have that mandate, which I wish hospitals would wake up and realize, yeah, this isn't probably the best thing in the world to do. And they should have fought this, but they didn't. The Supreme Court voted uh, six to three to block the mandate uh, issued by the OSHA and finding that the challenges uh, was too likely uh, to succeed, that the force ruled, uh, they ruled that forced employers uh, with at least 100 employees or most of the nation's private workforce to subject their employees to vaccination amid the private uh, preventing COVID-19 to regular testings to detect it. They said, no, not, not going to do it. In their uh, in their opinion, they wrote that although COVID-19 is a risk that occurs to many workplaces, it is not an occupational hazard in the most. COVID-19 can and does spread at home, in schools, during sporting events, and elsewhere that people gather. And of course, all the Republican nominees or appointees to the high court, which included uh, Chief Justice John Roberts, Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Comey, Coney Barrett uh, all voted uh, to end the mandate. And of course, the uh, the other three, uh, all of which have been appointed by Democrats, uh, decided that they didn't want to have it. But uh, this is a good news for a lot of things, not just the the idea of being told, hey, you got to have the the vaccine or be tested or masked and all this other stuff. Otherwise, you lose your job. That is that is one thing. But you know that when it comes to government, it's all about setting precedents. And that was one of the dangerous things about doing something like this is what is the next next thing? Once you set that precedent, say, hey, we were able to do it here. We could do it again. And that brings up a lot of problems. But then again, with the court ruling, this is why I think that they are going to reattack this in a different way. And they're going to go after things like home schools, sporting events, and other places that people gather. That's going to be, watch, that's going to be the next mandate. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're, they're going to come out with some school mandate. 
Uh, they're going to come out with, uh, you know, anything else. Uh, you know, if you're at home, you got to, you got to be vaccinated if you want to be at home, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's a nonstop thing and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And the problem with the Democrats is that they, they're right now so desperate and they're so desperate to find something to cling control to that they are going to continue to try and use COVID despite the fact that the new study that just came out from the CDC has said that the latest variant, the, the Omicron variant, is 91% less fatal than Delta. The study, which was released uh, just a couple of days ago, affirmed that the uh, Omicron variant of the virus is significantly less severe than the Delta variant. The study said that during a period with mixed Delta and Omicron variant calculation, or circulation, the SARS-CoV-2 infections were presumed the Omicron variant infection was associated with substantially reduced the risk of severe uh, clinical endpoints and shorter durations of hospital. The study also read in part that uh, within the subset of their their cohort test in outpatient settings, among whom prospective follow-up adverse outcomes was possible. And they said that uh, 91% in reduction in fatalities with the latest variant. And yet here we are, we continue to push it and push it and push it and push it. And the Democrats will not let go of it. It is already turning into essentially what is really, truly the flu, which I mean, it sucks. You know, you're still going to get that, uh, that fever. You're going to get that cough. You're going to get that chest thing and everything, but it's already being proven to be the flu. Like we've always known it. 233-9988, that is the phone number for the show this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Good morning, Ron. It's Sam. Hey, buddy. Morning. How are you? You hear me okay? Yeah. Uh, What's up? First of all, I want to start by saying in 2024, the tickets should be Trump and DeSantis. Yeah. Like, I like I that mean, idea. However, I don't know if you saw it the other day when, um, um, what's her name there? Uh, oh, God, the, the congresswoman from New York. She was uh, down there, and um, he kind of made a comment about she would be great in twenty twenty eight or six or whatever the heck the date is. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm wondering if Donald Trump is separating himself a little bit from uh, from DeSantis. But yeah, that would be that would be an amazing ticket. Well, see, that's why I, I bring that up. Is being, I mean, any primary it doesn't matter what party it is. You know, there's going to be a lot of you know fighting trying to document the position. So yep. it's they're going to give the Democrats more fuel, just like they give the Republicans more fuel, but they didn't capitalize on it. I mean, so now uh, Kamala Harris doesn't want anyone arrested, but she wouldn't let people that were eligible for early, early relief to get out because they needed laborers, you know? Yeah. Even Joe Biden called her out at one of those uh, debates about it. Like, I mean, if you look at her record, I mean, it's, no. <laughs> I'm willing to bet Joe Biden didn't even know that she was on the stage. <laughs> I mean, to be honest yeah. with you. But yeah, I, I don't understand why their pe- his people uh, picked her because it wasn't him that picked her uh, because she was a horrible candidate. I mean, if anything, they, they really should have gone for uh, for uh, Gabby. Or what are, uh, what's her name there? The one from Hawaii. Uh, that's the one that they should have gone oh, with for VP. Yes, she, she would have been awesome vice president. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if she would have gotten in bed with someone as corrupt as Biden, though. You know, she's got, she seems to have morals about her and everything, actually be a true politician that wants the best for everybody and is willing to work beyond party lines. Because, like, I mean, 
we're not getting anything accomplished like you know, until we start doing that. But uh, at least, I mean, so take for example, like them refusing to hear that Supreme Court case that Texas against the other states. Yep. For you know, the, the only way they even cheated in that election, they absolutely stole, and there's overwhelming evidence. For yeah, they really. So, like, why, why would we think that they're not going to try to do that again? I mean, they're. <laughs> Yesterday, well, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty obvious that they want to do it again, because if you look at any of the the voting rights, uh, the quote unquote voting rights uh, legislation that they've passed or tried to pass, that's all it is. I mean, it 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 really, truly boils down to it gives I, them control of the elections so they can it, cheat easier. Absolutely what it is. So, I mean. If I was African American, I would be offended by the idea of it. Like I, I didn't know how to get an ID. Yeah, does everyone, every African American that's under forty that goes to the movies, they don't have their ID on them. Do they have to have like a disparate guardian there? That, like they just have one they give them. Like I mean, how does that work out? Yeah, and and like, the thing is, there there are a lot of people in the uh, the the Black American community that are offended and that are upset about the fact that. You know, they have been uh, categorized as if they are too stupid and too unable to go get an ID when, you know, you've got you got you got black Americans that own homes, drive cars, have jobs, have bank accounts, uh, go to the club, buy alcohol at the store, uh, buy cigarettes and cigars and stuff. And they all know it's like I got an ID. I mean, what what the heck's the. So yeah, I mean, there is a, a huge portion of that that population that has uh, that has looked at this and took it as an insult. Um, I don't know if it's more offensive than uh, Joe Biden saying you ain't black, you don't vote for me. I know, right? Jeez, uh, I mean, only slightly more offensive than Hillary Clinton talking with an accent. Oh yeah, when she did that, the speech up in Selma. Hot sauce everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that was embarrassing. Absolutely. I mean, I think even uh, Charlemagne or whoever they did the interview with spoke on that afterwards. Like, of course that offends me. You know what I mean? I think you, if you want to talk about, like, uh, racism and Joe Biden, I mean, for one thing, he spoke at the uh, former Grandmaster Ku Klux Klan's funeral. Yep. But uh, that being aside, I was watching this interview with Judge Joe Brown a couple months ago, and he was, he's been around oh, yeah. Washington since the 70s and everything. And, like, he was just unhinged talking about things he said he's done. And, uh, hell, he'd be the president. Yeah. But, uh, and, and, you know, what's uh, funny, too, is, that it, you know, here we go, the double standard, too, when it comes to the uh, the Ku Klux Klan thing with Joe Biden. You remember Senator Trent Lott? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I've, I've talked with him so many times, and I've talked to him about, you know, and I've asked him point blank about that situation, you know, when it essentially ended his career uh, because of the fact that he said that, uh, and I forgot who it was. He said was a great man, it's even though John Thurman. yeah, it's John, it Thurman. John Thurman, yeah, who was ninety eight years old. He yeah, was trying to take some night at yeah. his birthday, and it, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, and it ended his he career there. That was a great politician and everything. Yeah, but that's a, another example of the double standard. You know, Trent Lott, his political career uh, got ended. Uh, because of that one comment. Meanwhile, you look at Joe Biden, who point blank said, uh, you know, and I'm paraphrasing just a little bit on this, you know, I don't want my kids to go to a jungle, uh, you know, public school. Oh, no, no, he said jungle. Yeah, yeah, I know he said jungle, but I mean, that's what he was saying. And he's calling the school a jungle because of the fact that there would be colored kids at the school with his kids. 
Oh, my God, heaven forbid. And yet they give him a complete free pass on that and all the other comments that he has made just like that. I mean, it's such a double standard. It's ridiculous. Everything. I mean, everything going on with this January 6th. So that's, that's what I have the biggest issue is. Like I said, the Supreme Court, when they refuse to hear that case, like, yep. I mean, there's no one else that can hear that. But now we have yesterday, they're announcing this new domestic terrorist unit. And um, I didn't get to hear much of the uh, show yesterday. And I think I heard you talking about it some. Um, they, three days after, by three to seven days after Biden was uh, inaugurated, they did, uh, did the Department of Homeland Security release a bulletin about um, new, new domestic terrorists. Yep. There are people that are against lockdown, people that uh, question election integrity. Um, I'm trying to think. There's something, you know, something else like basically patriotic. Like, it's just offensive on its core. Like, everything this country is founded on, everything someone ever should be proud to be. Let's not forget that uh, Joe Biden probably raised that chick from uh, American Pie. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm just joking about American Pie. They have the same name, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. yeah. That was, like, that's not kind of like speculation, like, that 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 woman kept her story. Her mom called into Larry King in '93. It was the only episode of Google that ever removed a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But like, whenever this whole fact checking thing started about four years ago, after the Trump election, after we got Google on record, you know, their executives saying we can never let this happen again. Yada, yada. I was that was my whole issue with this is like they're saying they're going to try to prevent like misinformation from influencing elections, but what they're doing is influencing elections. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg gets $300 million in Georgia for drop-off boxes. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I said, like, I mean, with this in the school board thing, so it's not only was it just one person that wrote that letter, they were asked by Biden to do it. Yeah. You know, they were, they were riding helicopters after, uh, this is after the, uh, the guy that raped the girl and everything, which, you know, I mean... Which he's actually, by the way, I don't know if anybody caught this story. The uh, the kid that uh, that was behind the controversy with the uh, the Loudoun County Schools covering up, he did get found guilty of sexual assault on two accounts. Good. Yeah. That just happened the other day. I, I hope you guys know some real jail time, not some juvie, so he'll get taken care of. No, it'll be juvie. It'll just be a slap of the hand, and that's about it. I think he... Um, I, I don't think he got any jail time. I think it was kind of a um, uh, probation and all this other stuff. Uh, so he really didn't get much. But then you, you also got to look at the you know the father, who has been one of the many that have been labeled as a domestic terrorist, who you know now he's still facing all the legal issues because the of the fact that he attacked the, the officer. Father ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my my dad literally would probably snap that guy's neck, like in in the school board meeting. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone else, you know, would been uh, would been right to, but that would be a time to kill with Samuel Jackson, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just such a mess of what's going on in this country, and there's such a double standard going on. And uh, you know, it's this is one of these things where we have to keep putting up a good fight, uh, and if we don't, uh, we're going to lose. And, and you know, the Democrats are good at putting up the fight, and they're good at uh, putting out a false narrative. And we just got to keep defending it as much as we possibly can. And 2022 and is going to be important. Media completely behind there. Okay, let's take this for example. Uh, the CDC director in front of the Supreme Court, I think, the other day, said that the VAERS, the vaccine adverse event reporting system, was for car crash systems. Yeah. 
like this, like you know, saying this clown world stuff. I mean, and I mean, but they've already said basically all Republicans are, are terrorists. On you know, like yeah. I mean, this is well, that's like that's what we're gonna see. We're gonna see that for the next year. Is until between now and November. Uh, Democrats are going to push the fact, and it'll be getting help from the mainstream media. I'm not sure about CNN at this point because they're about toast. Uh, but the others yeah. will definitely begin it in there, and that's going to be the narrative we're going to hear. Yeah, we're going to hear. Ninety percent. Yeah, it was like ninety percent that they lost, but we're going to see the narrative coming out of the left that uh, you know Donald Trump is uh, you know he's the, the the center for it all, and he's the one who's inspired the the terroristic behavior and. You know, all the Republicans are supporting terrorism and on and on and on. And if they're a danger to the nation, this is the, the narrative that we're going to listen to uh, for the next but, 11 months. I mean, I think everybody that's not already a Republican, that's, that's why I'm saying about the Trump, the Sanders ticket, because, like, it's going to get ugly. The Trump's already a proven thing. Yep. And it'll give the Sanders the eight years there, like, yeah. afterwards. Yeah, that because is, that is very true. So I, I would be okay with that. I really would. Look at it. I mean, I, I think even the Sanders would be okay with it, to be yeah. honest with you. Like, I mean, because it, it's going to get ugly and all that stuff. But one more thing. Did you see Ted Cruz uh, questioning the FBI director the other day? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was good. Over a thousand agents there? That was more than the people that walked into the Capitol peacefully. Yeah. So, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is something. Like, I mean, I'm worried, like, what? Yeah, what recourse do we have? The Supreme Court's not going to, if we don't have the three branches uh, of government keeping everybody in check and everything, like, you know what I mean? It's just like stuff like this. Now, you know, the Capitol Police are supposed to be starting a uh, branch in Jacksonville, I think. Yeah, they are wanted to do something down here in Florida. I'm not sure if that's actually going to end up happening or not, but yeah, the whole thing is a huge mess. But I'm up against my break. I got to run. Thanks so much for the call. Right, I do brother. appreciate it. We'll talk with you later on. Hang on. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Rush Show on News Talk at 101. Good morning. I remember. Triggering the crazy left is his specialty. The Brian Rush Show on News Talk at 101 is back. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. Good morning. So President Biden, he is upset because of the fact that one third of Americans are not wearing masks during the pandemic. Joe Biden was complaining that Americans have stopped wearing the masks during the coronavirus pandemic, promising to send a better fitting mask to Americans for free. Oh, because uh, as long as it's better fitting, then I'm good, right? I'll wear it. Or it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that even the CDC just came out and others said, yeah, the uh, the cotton masks don't work. You need to have the uh, the surgical mask. That's the only kind you can have. So the government's now going to send it out for free. And he said about one-third of Americans report that they don't wear masks at all. And he said that very disappointing. Kind of getting ready to scold us a little bit. And he said, I think it's, uh, it's part of your patriotic duty. It's not that uh, comfortable, and it's a pain in the neck to wear them. And, of course, the other day, uh, he was getting ready to talk to the reporter. He's like, hang on, this, this thing looks stupid. And he takes off his mask. But you, get your mask on. The president of the United States said, get your mask on. And, of course, like I said, now, uh, only the N95 masks, apparently, are the ones that, uh, that actually could do any good. All the cotton masks and all the other stuff, the face coverings. Uh, they're saying, finally, that all oh, these don't work. Even though a lot of us have been saying that now for, like, two years. They're going, hey, um, yeah, according to the science, uh, 
the the size of the opening in the mask is much bigger than the actual size of the virus. Uh, but okay, whatever. We got to wear a, a face covering. We got to wear a mask. It's going to stop the coronavirus. That's all there is to it. But now the president's stating uh, that he's going to go ahead and send out masks if you want a mask. And he's going to do it for free. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I love I love when the Democrats use that word for free. It's going to be for free. Sort of, kind of. I mean, your tax dollars are going to pay for it, so you're going to pay for it one way or another. But why do they got to lie to us all the time? Stop saying that it's for free. We know it's not for free. Anyhow. We got to take a break for Fox News coming up here at the bottom of the hour at 233-9988. That's the number for the show. Love to get some of your thoughts on some of this craziness. We'll take a break. We'll take some of your calls coming up next. It's the Brian Rush Show, and you're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. Feeling a little thirsty? Nothing quenches it better than an ice-cold bottle of liberal tears from the Brian Rusho Bottled Water Company. Now, let's get those tears running on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. 233-9988. That is the phone number for the show this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. How you doing? Good morning, buddy. Hey, How Billy. You doing? This is Billy. I'm good. How are you today, Billy? Ah, it's Friday, so I'm great now. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Friday. Thank God for that. I'm ready for it. Uh, I found it hilarious when the when the high court um, gunned down Biden uh, with the whole OSHA bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that, that was just freaking funny. Um, I hate it for the healthcare uh, aspect of it, but they get federal money, so they can do what they want to do. Yeah, uh, and you know what? Actually, the the biggest problem when it comes to the uh, the healthcare portion is it's not just the healthcare workers, but it's those that need the healthcare. You know, because the healthcare is going to yeah. be so dramatically affected. I mean, it already is, but it's going to become even more affected when these people can't go to work. Yeah, um, the left, the Dems, they're always talking about the Republicans are racist and all. Well, look at what they're trying to do. They're wanting, uh, well, if you're not vaxxed, you don't get health care. Uh, right. You're at, you go to the back of the line. Go get to the back of the bus. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, you've, you've got things like Those Howard. Come first. Right. Well, you've got uh, Howard yeah. Dean who just came out and he's like, uh, you know, this court decision is going to kill millions of people. Well, what do you think is going to happen with those who can't go to the hospital because there's nobody to actually help them with other things like cancer and car accidents, broken legs and everything else uh, and other things that happen to people in normal life because there's no medical workers because the Democrats mandate to health care workers is still in effect. That's not the Republicans killing people. That's the Democrats by taking away the health care workers from the hospitals. They don't think about that. Segregation, race, whatever you want to call it, uh, they're the ones putting it out there. Yep. Uh, That whole OSHA bit, um, I've only heard from one other person about it, but uh, that wouldn't have went over too good because OSHA can only dictate uh, your job. Yeah. Well, if OSHA would have said you got to have the shot, that interferes with your home life. Uh, OSHA has nothing to do with what you do or how things go in right. your home. And that was pretty they much what the what what happens, what goes on the job side. Right, they're only occupational, and that's what uh, that was part of the opinion that came from the, the Supreme Court too, saying that this does not have anything to do with occupational hazard. Um, but uh, then again, the the OSHA rule that they use is like this really obscure rule from like the 70s or 80s or whatever it was uh, that they had to hunt and find that they tried to use for this mandate. So it's not like they could even, you know, had something that was a glaring, hey, this is a big thing. They had to dig for it and find something obscure to even use to attach OSHA, thinking that that was the way that they could attack. Yep. Uh, There's going to be another variant come through. It's going to be the stub toe variant, so you're going to have to wear a cast on your foot (laughs) before it's all over with. Well, even Dr. Fauci's Uh, admitted that it's never going to go away, and the reality is is that COVID has been around for like 30, 40 years. It's called the flu. You know, we've had it for a very long time. Yeah, and and that is exactly what uh, this new variant is turning into. And and it's weakening as far as the severity of it uh, with each and every one of the the new variants. Yes, it's spreading a little bit faster, but what do you expect when you had an entire population who their immune system was compromised because you oversensitized them? You know, when you go off and you oversensitize people so that they don't get out there so the immune system learns to defend itself, you know, yeah, you're you're prone to get more sick. And that's exactly what happened with so many Americans because you scared the hell out of them where they were over sanitizing their hands, over sanitizing every environment around them, touching everything. Everything was a bubble. Oh, you got to have a mask on. Don't get near people. And then all of a sudden it gets relaxed a little bit. And then their immune system is a little bit compromised because it hasn't been fighting and doing any work. And then, yeah, it's going to spread fast. I mean, this is not a surprise. I mean, I'm not a doctor. And I can tell you this just based off of the basic science that was taught to me in school. Exactly. Uh, Now to get on to something a little bit more important, uh, did Earl have your pictures ready for you? You know what? I finally finally got the cookbook stuff. One of the women from the office was here before I left yesterday, and she gave me the stuff. And I've got it, so i got to translate it so we can do it. There was no pictures involved. No bikini pictures, oh. so I, I was I was a little scared to open it initially, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got it. So I've got the recipes, and we'll share those uh, soon uh, on uh, on social media. 
Uh, yeah, that 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 was that was important. That's the main reason I even <laughs> called this. Yeah, forget all this COVID stuff. We got to know if Earl sent the bikini pictures, and and no, he did not. Thank God. <laughs> but, but anyway, buddy, have a good one. All right, Billy, you too. Go do something, even if it's right or wrong. There you but go. Have Just a said, have a good time when you do it. All right, Billy, have a great weekend. Thanks so much for the call. We do appreciate it. Two three three ninety nine eighty eight is the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Hey, this is your, uh, your man here in West Texas. Hey, how are you, buddy? I'm really good. Hey, I don't get a chance to hear every word you say. Have you talked about the uh, bars? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, when we were talking about the, uh, the the SARS stuff, is that what you said? No. No, the, the reporting, the... Uh, man, I... I just uh it's been a long it's been a long week for me. Um, yeah. But it's it's a reporting. What it is 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 the adverse reaction. Oh to the A R S it's a system. It's a reporting it's a it's it, man, I tell you what, you I I tell you what, great idea. Talk about it tomorrow. Research it a little bit, find out. There's a nurse talking about I'll get you started. Nurse talking about it. Working in the hospital, approach some of the co-workers, doctors, mm-hmm. other nurses, and wanted to say, "Hey, aren't we? Uh, what? What about bars? It's a uh, the reporting, right? The the, uh, uh, the vaccine adverse event reporting adverse, system, adverse reaction. Yeah, okay, adverse reaction. She's she's basically asking, are we documenting adverse reactions? They didn't even know. They, they, it's like some of the people. What? What is that? What is VARS? You know that. I mean, it's like it's like this is like some kind of. A, it's, it's really getting to be an episode of of the Twilight Zone or something. You yeah, know, it really is surreal. But, uh, yeah, the the if, if you wanted to know what surreal is. Look this at is it. That's going on today, but you know, yeah, this is very serious stuff. Yeah, this, this is. It's, I'm hitting on. I'm hitting on the heart of this situation. If you'll research bars, then you'll know all that. You'll you'll get a picture of really what's going on. This is this is a horrendous thing that's happening. Yeah, you know, and this is getting- this is uh, somewhat of what I've I've talked about in the past, and uh, the VAR system. It's V A E R S. Uh, which stands for Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, uh, which is something from the, uh, the uh, Health and Human Services uh, Department, and it's it's basically a reporting system for the uh, you know the side effects and the reactions and all that other stuff. And I've been asking this question for a very long time. Um, you know, if we're paying attention to um, all of the details of those who have and had COVID, especially those uh, that ended up being fatal cases. Uh, you know, if they were really, truly uh, reporting things correctly that, hey, this person that came in and died from COVID, uh, what else did they have? You know, did they have uh, asthma? Did they have some sort of uh, breathing uh, or some sort of cancer or something? What what else was going on? Uh, and I've been asking that for a long time. And, um, you know, I haven't really looked into VARS, but I, I do have it up now. And I will I'll look into that a little bit more. And we can talk about it on Monday. Uh, but it would be interesting to see how much they really, truly are reporting on that system. Uh, and then again, okay, and how much are they being honest thing. about it? Yeah. 
one important thing, one very important thing, I want to clue you guys in on something. When, you, when you're back at your house on the next uh, pandemic, yeah. <laughs> get you a burner phone so that, you know, give out the number and we can call you. Yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> get the burner phone so the government doesn't know you're there. 99 bucks. Yeah. But, you know, thanks for the bye uh, bye, the buddy. heads up on that one, the the VARs. I'm going to uh, do a little bit more looking into that and see exactly what they, um, they actually are re- reporting. Uh, it would be interesting to see what they are reporting because this, again, this isn't, I've been bringing up this since the beginning of all this, like two years ago, that, um, you know, what are they reporting? What are they keeping track of? And because they always keep track of everything. So there is a lot of questions to that. And I've asked that before, um, you know, do we, and of course, one of the answers that I got when I asked this question one time was, well, you know, uh, because of the HIPAA laws and it's like, okay, now HIPAA laws will take effect and be effective for you uh, when you don't want to answer questions. But um, it'll be interesting to take a look at the the VARs reporting uh, to see what they've got in that and see if uh, if they are, in fact, uh, reporting things like they should be. 233-9988, that is the phone number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Sorry, I missed you. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Millions are going to die. Yes, that's, uh, who was it, Howard Dean that said that? Millions are going to die. <laughs> you know, I don't blame the politicians for lying so much. I blame the stupid citizens that buy into that. Yeah, there, the there is that, definitely. Yeah, so, and I'm going to, that kind of ties into with my Friday knock-it-off rant. Yeah, what do you got? Well, several years ago, I was at a business function, and I was at a table for eight. Someone brought up their kid's school situation, and everyone chimed in with their personal situation. And one person asked me about my kid's situation. I explained that we homeschooled. And this guy started pounding me with questions about my public school experience and how I turned out okay. Finally, I asked the guy, what, what's your problem with me homeschooling? He finally said, I just want to know why you're against public schools. I never said I was. He falsely assumed that I was against public schools because I homeschooled. Mm. I explained that it was right for my family, but I didn't think homeschooling was best for everyone. Crud, I've seen some homeschooling moms. They shouldn't be teaching anyone. <laughs> you know, That's true. That is true. <laughs> we, we need to knock it off assuming other people's intentions. I was asked one time if I was racist because I didn't vote for Obama. I had to clarify that I support some blacks who run for office, but only when their policies match mine. You know, I'm not anti-vax because I'm not taking the COVID vaccine. I'm not against the poor because I don't support minimum wage increases. I'm not pro-horse vaccine because I want people to have the option to use ivermectin. How do people think they know my intentions or other people's intentions when they can't even really understand their own motives? For all the people who intend to lose weight, they can't understand why they don't eat better or why they stick to exercising. For all those people who intend to save more money and spend less, why are they still so deep in debt? Well, we can say there are certain behaviors we like or dislike in others, but we really don't know why people do what they do. That's true. There's a little note in the Bible that states, all the ways of the man are clean in his own sight, but the Lord examines the motives. In other words, only God understands anyone's motives or intents. So let's knock off trying to play God and falsely accuse someone else's motives. Good grief. I do what I do, and I don't even understand why I do sometimes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. 
And who understands why politicians do what they do? I mean, they got so many motives in there. Who knows why they do what they do? So let's try quit trying to figure that out. We can just say we don't like what they do. We don't like their behavior, but quit trying to say I'm racist because I'm white and I'm over 60. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they like to group us all into things, and they do need to knock that off, uh, no doubt. Good knock it off rant, though, today. Thank you, sir. You have a good day. You too, and have a great weekend. We'll talk with you later on at 233-9988. That is the number for the show. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second. And, of course, uh, that uh, reporting system again, that if you want to check it out for yourself, it is VARS, V-A-E-R-S. It is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, which is basically a system uh, to report the, the side effects and the reactions following a vaccine. And with that, you can go check it out. It is a V-A-E-R-S dot H-H-S dot gov. So you can go check that out and research it yourself as well. Hang on. We will be right back. This is the Brian Russ Show, and you're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. This is the most talked about radio show in Bay County. The Brian Russ Show is on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. 233-9988, that is the number uh, to get onto the show today. And uh, like I said, that that uh, that VARS website, that's an interesting one. Uh, something I've actually been looking for for a while. And uh, big props to uh, the caller for calling in and giving that. Uh, good information to go check out. As a matter of fact, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, while we're talking about it, we'll go ahead and post it on uh, our Facebook page so that you can go and check this out for yourself. So uh, if you're not following us, by the way, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Brian Rush Show and forward slash News Talk at 101. That is our, our official pages. Uh, you can go and follow us. We're always posting updated stuff, uh, and we do post a lot of stuff from the show there as well. Um, so actually, let me label this real quickly so that uh, we actually know what it is when you look at the, the thing and be like, what the heck is this thing? Uh, the uh, there we go. I can't even spell this right. This is so bad. Uh, the V A, the V A E R S. There we go. So uh, there is a link for that on uh, on my Facebook page now. So you can go check that out later on. Uh, and it is basically uh, a reporting system that actually reports all the uh, the side effects that happen uh, after you have either COVID or the COVID shot or whatever it might be. It's a good thing to see. And, and this is one of the things that I've been harping on for, for quite some time because I've always wondered exactly what else is out there and what are other people actually, um, you know, suffering from, you know, when it, when it comes to the, the deaths that happened with COVID. Because I, I still to this day, I do not think that they've been honest with us about probably 90% of, uh, of everything that has gone on with COVID. And of course the story changes constantly. And of course we look at, um, uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Doom, and his story has changed more times than, than anything. I mean, I've never seen somebody so inconsistent. And of course the great thing about Dr. Fauci right now is watching how incredibly defensive he is getting, uh, during some of the hearings, uh, where like the other one, the other day where he ended up calling the guy a moron. And now they are trying to get his uh, finances to take a look at what Dr. Fauci is making his money off of. 
that is going to be an interesting uh, report to see what happens there with where his uh, finances are coming from. 233-9988 is the number. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Russ Show. Well, good morning. Well, this whole uh, mess about the virus from China, which is what I prefer to call it. Yeah. It's, how, who do you trust? I mean, Fauci and company and all the politicians are changing their minds more than a Hollywood debutante shopping for a new pair of high heels. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is so true. You know, I mean, there, there. I think there are a lot of doctors out there. Um, I, I know, like Dr. John Ward, who's a local doctor here, who has has really researched the stuff and has come out and and he doesn't care. You know, and that's the type of doctor that we need that doesn't care how this is going to reflect. I'm just going to come out and tell you the truth. This is the deal. And I think those are the type of people that we need to really pay attention to and listen to what it is that they're saying, and then go look for ourselves. I mean, there's so much about the COVID thing. That for those of us that actually got a good education in science, um, you know, in, in education just in general, we can look at with common sense and go, that doesn't make sense, uh, you know, and then go right. research it a little bit. But you're right. We can't trust I'm, the politicians. I'm, I'm a college dropout myself, but I sailed through microbiology and virology with flying colors. And a lot of things about this China virus mess do not add up. Yeah. And also when it comes to say, get that, they say, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Okay. Yes, I am pro-vaccine for when it works. I mean, I but when I was a kid, I do not remember getting three or four polio shots right. or three or four smallpox vaccinations. And yeah. that's the way a vaccine to me is supposed to work. Now, you've got maybe the exceptions, like when you get vaccinated against hepatitis. Okay, you got the couple of boosters after that, but you don't have vote. How, how many times have they changed their minds on this, like you've been saying? Right. You're just... Like a uh, like you'd hear a robot saying in some '60s B-grade sci-fi movie does not compute. Yes, that's right. And and, and it's, what's amazing though is that there's uh, plenty of people like you and I uh, who look at this and go, "This doesn't make any sense." But what amazes me is the people that just are such blinded sheep to it and just follow whatever it is the mainstream media is saying and it's, is not even paying attention. Like a, uh, it's like what uh, somebody I'm friends with on a certain social media site refers to them as branch covidians yeah maybe that maybe that'd be a good term for them yeah maybe i don't know but the, the whole thing is just such a mess and you know i think we need more people like you and i that have the common sense to be able to look at this and say something is wrong and more people really truly need to do that i mean in a situation where the story keeps changing that should be enough for you to say wait a second i mean when it all first came out i was like uh you know let me look at this a little bit more and then as I'm sitting here saying, let me look at this a little bit more, 15 things changed. And that's when I started going, oh, wait a second. These guys don't even, either one, they don't know what they're talking about or they do and they're that's trying to like, cover something up. like what one of my uh, uh, childhood and teenage years mentors, who was a World War II Korean Vietnam vet. Yeah. And he was always preaching, it's always be skeptical. It's very, It's absolutely okay to be skeptical, especially when government tells you something. Yes, absolutely. It definitely should be skeptical when the time the, the government is uh, speaking out. And, you know, when it comes to this COVID stuff, we need to. And especially now when they keep talking about how, oh, my God, it's spreading so fast. It's like, yeah, but where's the other part of that statement? Right. Oh, yeah, one, it's less one severe. One other question yeah, I, I, really, I really wish to ask about this China virus mess. All of these politicians completely hawking the, vir hawking the vaccine and screaming for everybody, get the jab, get the jab, get the jab. How many of them own stock? In Pfizer good good and question. We'll hey, we're up against that. our break. That is a good question, and that should be asked. Uh, we got a break for news. We'll be right back. WYOO Springfield. This is News Talk at 101. News Talk at 101. Panama City's information station. Now. Ladies and gentlemen. It's 
started. Broadcasting from the shores of the world's most beautiful beaches. This is the most talked about radio show in Bay County. The Brian Rust Morning Show. Melting down snowflakes faster than a blowtorch. And doing it with a smile. Now, here's Brian Rust on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to hour number three of the show. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's going to be another, well, I don't want to say cold day, but it's going to be a little bit chilly. Not as warm as I think some people would like it. Uh, This morning actually has been a little bit warmer than it has been the past past couple of days. It's uh, still in the 40s right now out on the beach. All right, so maybe it's a little cold. I'll give that to you. Today, we should see a high only in the low 60s, and that'll be later on this afternoon. Uh, The entire weekend is going to be a nice and cool weekend, too. A great weekend to go do some camping, right? And I said camp, camping with a C, not a G, not the glamping. We can't do glamping. I just, I mean, every now and then it's okay to do that, but you got to do the actual camping camping, which now that I do have, uh, hang on, let me grab it. I got to grab the uh, the rest. Hang on. See, you know what? I've got this man purse that comes in with me in the show. And you can really kind of call it that because uh, it's even worse than an actual ladies purse, I think. And I've got, like, so much stuff. Here it is. Never mind. Times I'm so unorganized. But I did finally get um, the, uh, the recipes. From Earl, the the camp crowned uh, the campfire uh, recipes, and uh, this weekend I'm going to uh, translate them. Uh, let's see how many. I think there was. Let's see, one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of them he has sent. Um, so we are going to uh, we're going to get these all posted up, and it includes the the wrapped pineapple chunks with bacon. This is like the one that set me off for a long time ago. Uh, and so many people are like, ooh, the pineapple-wrapped bacon. Or the bacon-wrapped pineapple. Or whatever it is. Uh, either way, I got that recipe uh, along with uh, 10 others. We're going to go ahead and we're going to get these translated for you. And we'll put it on the uh, the Facebook page. So that way uh, you can actually get the, uh, the copy of uh, the recipes from Earl. Because I know I've had a lot of people asking me about that. So we'll uh, we'll get that for you uh, over the weekend. So now there's nearly about 4,200 schools uh, nationwide that uh, that will be closed or kind of changed back to remote learning this week as officials are fearing the low-risk Omicron variant of the coronavirus. We're seeing like a major freakout that is going on uh, regarding the schools and the closing of this. And of course... Uh, we also see the uh, the problem with Education Secretary Miguel Cardone, who uh, had the emails that released the other day saying that he uh, had a great deal to do with the whole um, uh, domestic terrorist call. It's crazy. 233-9988. That is the phone number for the show this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Hey, Brian. Hey, April. Good Good to talk to you. I just have a, a simple question. Yeah. All of these colleges and universities that are telling these non-jabbed students to go home, you're not wanted here, we're going to deny you an education, I've never seen anywhere. Is it? Do they return their tuition or do they keep it? That's a good question. I, I know if, uh, if I paid the tuition, I would be 
furious and I'd want it back. Um, I haven't heard I anything on that. Back. They owe it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you would think so, but I haven't, I, that's a good question because I haven't heard any stories of anybody saying that they have not gotten it back. So I haven't heard any fights on it. So I don't but know. You haven't heard any stories of a college or a university saying we are refunding tuitions to all students who are not jabbed. Yeah. I haven't heard it either way. So that's, that's a good question. We should really look into that and see. See if we can't find some information on that. Because that would be interesting to see if the colleges are, in fact, doing that. But then again, uh, I'm waiting to see how many lawsuits are going to come out. Uh, you know, the fact that schools are denying people the education because of the fact they wouldn't get this jab. You know, that's going to be a big one before very long. Some well, lawyer will get on in that. The, in, in the rulings yesterday, that doesn't cover college students either. Yeah, it's um, just the the employer, the private sector employer thing. Right. Yeah, And the universities and colleges get a lot of federal funds, uh, way too many, actually, because nothing's ever more expensive than when it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so true. But uh, that is a good question, though, when it comes to, uh, you know, the, the college tuition and if people are, are getting it refunded back to them if they're getting kicked out for not getting the jab. Uh, but then right. again... Including the cost of books, because the cost yeah. of the books that they have to have for these fake classes... Uh, they're, they're extremely high. Yeah. They're really high for just the cost of books. And you're right. I mean, uh, the colleges should, uh, should definitely pay that back if they're going to kick them out for doing something like that. But then you, again, you know, they'll probably be like, well, you just couldn't follow the rules. So we're going to kick you out for not following the rules and, and look at it that way as if you're the violator, not us. Well, that they could try that, but this is infinitely different than than a frat house party where someone is dies because they they hazed him. Yeah, but you know the, totally the rules are the rules, stuff. and you know you're putting uh, all the you're putting the whole entire public yeah. and the college at danger here for for not getting the jab. So uh, you know you, you yeah, got to pay well, the price. The CYA rules. <laughs> Those are baloney. Yeah, yeah. If you if you figure out how to how to research that or find out, yeah, I'll have to uh, ask around a little bit on that. Text me how to do it, and and I'll hunt it up too because I've been curious about that for a while. And Jeff and I were just sitting here uh, talking about that. Yeah, that's a good question. It really is. And and like I said, I I I haven't heard anything on it either way, uh, whether or not the people are being refunded no. or or not being refunded. So I, I, that's. No. It's a quiet story for some reason, but we'll definitely look into it. I'll, I'll spend a little research time this weekend and looking into it. I want to tell you a quick little story. Um, my granddaughter was going to Haney for a while. She's now transferred over to the, the college instead. But when she started there um, this fall, the uh, people at Haney came to every student and they gave them a piece of paper for the CARES Act and they filled it out. They told them to fill it out. It was, you know, to say how the... COVID has affected you. Mm -hmm. And uh, our granddaughter, she looked at that and she said, well, it hasn't affected me. I had to buy 80 something dollars in books and that was it. And, and they said, well, you know, you need to fill it out. And she says, no, I, I didn't affect me at all. So she didn't do anything with it. And a few months goes by and, um, one of the other students comes up to my granddaughter and says, you need to go to the office. And she says, why? And she said, well, because they got money for you. And somebody apparently, I guess, filled out the paperwork for her. And every student in Haney got a check for $4,000. Well, that's kind of cool. That's a, that's a good uh, thing. It is. And my 18-year-old granddaughter that was being corrupted by some liberal teacher in, in Mosley said, I don't want this money. 
I can't afford this money. <laughs> she said, I can't afford a $15 hamburger when I go out. And, and now she's, you know, waiting tables and stuff like that while she's going to school. And she says, if people aren't giving me tips and, and that kind of thing, because they're paying for all of this. And we're thinking, bingo, she's finally seeing the light. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's really sad too, when you want to talk about the, uh, the service industry right now, uh, especially all these young people that are, you know, doing the, the waiting tables and stuff. Uh, with this new thing that's going on where some restaurants are tacking on an additional 20% to your tab just because of the rising costs of everything, uh, you know, that's that's going to hurt a lot of people like your granddaughter that, uh, you know, do take on a job like that, which is a tough job. I mean, I, I give them all props for doing that. Uh, I've seen the way some people treat them, and I just want to smack people in the restaurant. But, uh, you oh, know, yeah. they, they don't get a lot of money, and, and the tips is really the, the thing that, that gets them motivated and gets them going. Uh, you know, and for them to not get good tips, uh, you know, is bad. And, and, you know, when the economy starts getting bad, you know, and people can't really start to afford to go out and, and it, it's just a snowball effect to all of this and people just don't realize it. And it's good to see somebody as young as your granddaughter, uh, getting the, the rough lesson. And sometimes it, it's the rough lesson we always need, but, uh, it's good that she's getting that. We're, we're a family of all right wing lunatics and you know, <laughs> the, the younger ones, they just, they have to learn and I was a Democrat when I was young. Yeah, you know, I, me too. About if, you, if you're not a Democrat when you're young, you have no heart. And if you're not a Republican when you're old, you have no brain. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is so true. That is so, so true. I mean, I was a Democrat when yeah. I originally uh, registered when I was 18. Uh, but then again, I did yeah. live in Massachusetts. So we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And then I got smart. And my dad was virtually a, a socialist when he died. Uh, it was just, it, he worked in construction. So he was always a Democrat. And it just got worse and worse as he aged. Mm. But, um, and we had some pretty vigorous conversations over the dinner table, over the holidays and things like that. Oh, but, I uh, bet. I bet know, those people, are fun. People are going to learn. And we, apparently we have a lot of the younger generation that is starting to understand uh, that their education isn't worth anything if they can't find a job. That is, that is so true. And, and, you know, a lot of people are, uh, are realizing that. And then there, th- unfortunately there's some that, that aren't realizing the cause behind that. And they're just throwing their temper tantrums because of the fact that they, they took something, you know, like, I don't know, gym studies or something, uh, you know, and, and didn't get a career. That's a real career. And I didn't mean that at, like against phys ed, because I know there's a phys ed teacher that listens. Um, but um, yeah, it's like they went off and they got all these courses and, and degrees and things that there's no job for it. Uh, and then there's people that, you know, did get a, good degree in something that, you know, they could get a job. There's no job. So it's good to see the younger generation waking up. And, you know, like, as you know, I'm a social media nerd. uh, And one of the things that I am seeing a lot of, in addition to, uh, you know, certain groups like the the Alphabet Mafia and and Black Americans and Hispanic Americans really kind of come into light in the conservatism, it's the younger generation. And I'm talking like the teens, the the mid-teens, late teens, early 20s. Those kids there, the, the awakening that's happening with them is is awesome. Of course, it's not being talked about a lot because, you know, you don't want that to happen because, you know, they're, they're going to go to the right side. Um, but it is neat to see that actually happening and a lot of people being aware of what's going on. The Democrats can't hide it anymore. Well, I'm waiting for Zuckerberg and, and uh uh, Gates and, and that bunch to have their day in court mm. sitting behind that desk looking forward at the judge. Yeah, that'll, that'll be nice. 
things that they've done, and Fauci especially, and I'm I'm so thrilled that the right is finally starting to get some some balls, and they're attacking. I mean, they're, Rand Paul has been the charge on this. Um, Ted Cruz has been the charge on this. Yeah. They've got to get out there and go after these people. They have to start being more aggressive because they, really do. they own the media. Actually, did you speaking and, of Ted Cruz, did you see um, he was doing a press conference? I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. Uh, and one of the, the reporters again got on him about, hey, wearing a mask. And he snapped at the reporter. If you haven't seen this, you got to go check it out. But he, he basically went off about how. Uh, you know, you're wanting me to put a mask on here at the lectern, but the president of the United States doesn't do it. The speaker or the uh, uh, the speaker of the house doesn't do it. All these other people. And he's naming all these Democrats that don't do it. But you get, here you are. You're attacking me about putting a mask on. Great segment of him just going after that reporter. So if you get a chance to uh, well, YouTube that, that reporter was just going for petty crap. But, yeah, it you was. Know, when, it, when it comes to these these politicians and people even like Fauci, they show these people getting the jab, but there is no evidence that what was in that syringe is yeah. actually what it is because this these these vaccines are doing exactly what Dr. Zelenko and others have said. They're destroying your immune system, and each jab destroys another piece of it, which is why it's an overwhelming number of people who have gotten all of the shots, all of the boosters that are getting gravely ill. Yep. And, you know, the, the caller that mentioned it earlier, you know, he said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Uh, you know, I've gotten the vaccines with those that have been proven. And he says, but, you know, you don't get like triple 14 billion, you know, booster shots of the polio and the booster shots of all these other things like we have to do with this. And, you know, it does bring up a lot of good questions about why. Why, why do we have to have so yeah, many I mean, boosters for this? The only exception that would be like tetanus. But yeah. that's a, a totally different issue. But, yeah, why do we need all these boosters? It's because we've got to keep the fear factor going. Right. And years ago when, I can't remember, maybe the bird flu or something, I was working in a hospital, and they said that you had to get the shot. Well, a lot of people didn't want the shot, and they figured out a way, because at the time you could also get the nasal spray. And we all figured out a way around it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know... It's it's the fear factor, and it's it's keeping you in control, and it it's just you got these masses of people. My best friend for life is just terrified and so angry at me that I haven't had the shot. She won't even hardly talk to me. Wow, yeah, it's it's sad that so, we've we've also divided so much uh, over something as simple as that. Yeah, and I and I told my girlfriend, I said, you know, you know me, I've never done what everybody else has done. <laughs> yeah, and, right. She said, yeah, I know. And she said, but this could cost you your life. Well, I understand. My friend has a lot of medical issues, and she's she's the sweetest person, but she is not the brightest bulb in the pack. Mm. But she is sweet, and I love her, and I've known her. We've known each other since we were, like, 15. But I'm I'm... I'm not getting this thing, and I'm doing fine. Jeff is doing fine. All you got to do is use a little common sense, and we know that. Yeah. Well, it really is starting to look like now uh, the all the latest variants, including the the SpongeBob one we got now, that it's really truly the 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 equivalent of the flu. You know, I've got yeah. the flu shot, uh, which it's funny how you, you get the flu shot, but you don't need to have five boosters for the flu shot. Um, no. and you know, it's, it's, it's mild symptoms, uh, compared to what especially COVID was originally. And, and I think we're definitely on the backside of this. 
Um, but we have to make the right decisions for what's best for us. Well, did you see the, the article? I think it was Zelenko, actually, that said right now in China, what's raging is, and this, this one does concern me, it's an Ebola fever type virus that it's, it's killing uh, thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, I did see, uh, see something quickly on that, yeah. But the, I've only seen one article on it, and that one is concerning. Yeah, a lot of stuff that's coming out of China for some reason is uh, is, is giving us more, many reasons to be uh, be concerned, without a doubt. Listen, the Chinese have never had any regard for life. No. Never. No, in, they really in haven't. In their entire existence, they have never had any regard for life. People are just a commodity to them to be used and to cast and to be cast away. Yep. And. That's the attitude over there, and they don't care about everyone else. It's all about that elite little pack at the top that they survive. Yeah, that is so. uh, that is very true, sadly. Well, April, hey, thanks for the call. It was a great call. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. We're up against our break, and uh, you have a great weekend. We'll talk with you later, and I'll definitely look into that uh, that topic about the schools with the colleges and universities. Are they actually refunding people who don't get the jab and they get the, the boot? It's a good question. Hang on, we gotta take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Russ Show. You're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. Hey, hey, hey. Triggering the crazy left is his specialty. The Brian Russ Show. News Talk at 101 is back. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. Good morning. It is gonna be a chilly one today, though. Uh, temperatures uh, later on in the midday today should reach the low 60s. But it's going to be a chilly weekend as well. Temperatures pretty much going to be like this. We might see even a little bit of rain. And, of course, uh, this weekend is the big singer-songwriter festival going on over in the, the 30A area. So if uh, if you're heading over to that, uh, that should be some nice, cool weather uh, to go enjoy uh, some of that activity over that direction. And, again, I did get, uh, even though this is a perfect weekend to be doing some camping, it's not going to happen for me. I did get uh, Earl's uh, Recipes. Uh, for the campfire cooking. So I will be sharing those with you uh, this weekend uh, on social media as well. 233-9988 is the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Right. What's up? Hey, yeah, I've got a uh, question. Yeah. And my question is, how are they coming up with the numbers of Delta versus Omicron versus the regular COVID-19? And here's why. My brother and sister-in-law caught COVID uh, about three weeks ago. Both of them had had the shots, and one of them had the booster because she's a teacher. And he, I called him and asked him, well, which one did he get? He said he didn't know. And I said, why? And he said that the, they told him that they could not tell. So last week, we were at our dermatologist, and I brought this up to my dermatologist and asked him, was that true? He said, that's true. They don't know. Yeah. And to back that up, uh, we have a, a cardiologist that lives about three blocks down from us, and I was talking to him. He said the same thing. In order for them to tell whether it's the Delta or it's the Omicron, it has to be sent off to this high frame dangle testing. Yep. So with that, how do they get their numbers that they're reporting? Yeah, that's a very good question. And the other problem with that, too, is that there is some of the testing that is actually picking up the flu, which is a form of COVID, as a positive COVID result. So that is a very good question of how they're actually dividing that, because everybody that I talk with about it and everything that I read about it, you you actually do have to have 
the uh, the in-depth lab where they got to do special testing to be able to determine which variant it is. So it does bring up the question, how are you coming up with the numbers? And I think a lot of it is just being made up. I do, too. I think it's like, well, if he's had the vaccine, oh, it's the Delta. Yeah. And then if you had the booster, then, oh, it's Omicron. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Yeah, I think it also might be that they're just kind of guessing based upon um, the severity of it. You know, and, and I think they all know that it's it's starting to to die out a little bit and slow down and not be anywhere near strong. So I think they're getting to the point going, oh, well, you know, he's he's a little bit more severe. So that's got to be Delta. Oh, he's all right. Well, that one's got to be uh, the Omicron. Yeah, but it's just uh, I know most of the people out there don't know this and uh, they, they're just taking it for what the news is reporting. Yep. And it's it's not factual. I no. mean, they're reporting non-facts. Yeah, and like I've been saying since the very, very beginning of all of this, uh, the numbers can be played with in so many ways, and they haven't been very honest uh, when it comes to those numbers from the start, uh, without a doubt. But that is a very good question. Hey, I'm up against my break. Thanks so much for the call. I do appreciate it. We got a uh, break for Fox News. We will be right back. This is The Brian Rush Show on News Talk at 101. Good morning. more fun analyzing the progressive left than a happy hour at Nancy Pelosi's place. This is The Brian Rust Show on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. It is the weekend. Thank God. Is it just me? Thank God for the weekend, finally. Uh, It is going to be a nice, cool weekend as well, so that'll be kind of nice. You ready for this one? (laughs) You know it's always good when I say it that way, right? What could possibly go wrong with this situation? There's now a Google executive who was in charge of tackling disinformation. Now becomes a Department of Homeland Security senior leader. Can't think of anything that could go wrong here. Uh, Former senior advisor to ICE director calls the appointment uh, rather suspect. The a past senior aide to uh, former President Barack Obama, who became a Google executive, who was in charge of tackling the disinformation, has now joined the Department of Homeland Security as a senior leader. Christy uh, Kangalo, uh, who was the vice president of trust and safety in Google beginning uh, back in March of 2018, was appointed uh, as a chief of staff with the Department of Homeland Security on Monday. I can't think of anything that could possibly go wrong with a situation like that, right? 233-9988, that's the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Ross Show. Good morning, Herr Field Rebel. Good morning. How are you today? Doing good. Glad you got me. Recipes, recipes. Yes, I did. I'm excited Uh, about that. Well, I got another one for you. Oh, what do we got? This morning. Well, I got me a nice, juicy pork chop. Put that in the pan. I put it on my grill, actually. I had a homemade burrito of egg and bacon and cheese. Mm. Soft flour tortilla. Now, remember now, as I'm describing this, this is after it's been cooked. Now, you put the burrito on top of the pork chop. On top of that, you put your little bit of sweet potato. Here's his next part. You take a tablespoon and a half of mild cheddar cheese and melt that down and put that across top of everything. 
and then you have your cuppa. Oh, I got to do this. You know, I got my Stanley French press the other day in my thermos. Uh-huh. I made me some French press coffee this morning with cracked up coffee beans because I beat the tar out of them with butter my survival knife, my hunting knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to, oh, it was good. I let it sit for about 15 minutes while I was cooking everything. Oh, that coffee poured out fine. Then I had me a good lone wolf cigar. I've been listening to this talking to them ladies. Yep. And let me point something out. The lady called in about the tuition. See, the tuition is not any money. That's nothing. Do they have to give back the student loan money that the government gives them? Provides for the student to go for their housing, food, meals, books. Yeah, I mean, All this stuff e- either way, regardless to whether or not it would be somebody who actually pays the tuition out of pocket or gets the loans mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, it's a very good question yeah. whether or not the schools are yeah. giving that money back, whether they're giving it, you know, the out-of-pocket well, stuff back to the students or the loans back to the well, loan programs. I can answer for you. No, they're not. They'll have to sue to get their money back. That's kind of what I'm thinking, they're but not- I'm I'm also surprised that we haven't heard about this uh, on either way. You know, stories of, of it of it actually happening, they were giving it back, or not happening, or people just not paid attention to that or something. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Now, let me take, give you four instance, yep. conspiracy theory, way out there in left field situation. Okay. Now, you know that Xinjiang in China, the cities, but millions of people is shut down completely. Mm-hmm. Nobody in or out. Yep. Well, this city happens to have, and the lady brought it up a while ago, Ebola hemorrhagic fever. It's not COVID. That's why they shut everything down, inside or out. Mm-hmm. It's hemorrhagic fever. Now, what if, being a conspiracy theorist, Tin Hat Society member, they find out that after a year that the vaccine adapts into hemorrhagic fever. Hmm. Hmm. That's something to think about, ain't it? Yeah, well, there's a lot to think about with this vaccine. Yeah, way out in left field. And uh, I'm sitting here listening to all that money coming in to Panty Mall City from the governor for infrastructure. Mm Mm-hmm. Take care of some of that... uh... Yeah, take care of some of that flooding problems. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to put in one lift station and three feet of water pipe. <laughs> the rest of it go in the bank and draw interest. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they're going to actually do. Um, hopefully, it'll be something good. Well, St. Andrews area? Yep. Now, we all know that sewage flows in the same direction, downhill, unless you got a pump station, lift station. Right. So... Are uh, they going to take some of that money for Panama? Now, Panama, that's a lot of money coming in. $20 million? Yeah, that's some good money. Interest. Now, the federal government is going to match that, ain't they? FEMA, they're going to match that. I have, I have no right, idea now. that I don't actually know a lot of the details of the whole thing, but, uh, well, you know, this this might actually be a good opportunity for us to bring uh, Mark McQueen back onto the show uh, yes, and, and yes, find out what uh, what's going on. Because he, he's so intelligent yeah. when it comes to uh, you know, a lot of that stuff. And he he knows a lot about that problem. Uh, and we've had some in-depth conversations. So, yeah, you know what? I, I may reach out and see if we can't get back, back on the show to talk about that. Now, now let, me, let me give you, for instance. Okay. Now, we all know, Panama City, Harrison Avenue, the sewage system is basically garbage. Yeah. It's kind of crappy. But unfortunately, Sorry. Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> you've seen the reports on this. Yeah. But you... 
you got all the buildings are built over the sewage system, so they got to dig in a new whole new line and reconnect with the buildings. And now they've got a new, uh, I guess you call it a commission, going to study the Panama City Marina again. They've been studying that marina for 40 years. Yeah, eventually they're going to come up with something. Yeah. Now, let me give them how to do it. You go in, you build you a seawall, fill in with dirt, build businesses and buildings on top of it, but make sure, because we all know that the seawater is going to rise, your seawall's high enough. Yeah, that would that would but, be a good start. Con- now, now, considering that Florida itself is sinking due to all the weight, all these buildings, it's sinking down because it's just sitting on sand and car rock anyway. Hopefully we don't flip over like I, Guam. That, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. I am terribly, terribly, you know, have you, have you ever looked at a map of Florida? Yeah. It looks like something a man uses every day. <laughs> But the thing about it is, I think Central not. Florida on down to South Florida is going to rotate over and it's going to corkscrew around, and we're going to have another Atlantis, and this Bermuda Triangle is going to move all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen, Earl, because, uh, you know, I just bought real estate, so I don't want that happening. <laughs> well, that's only Central Florida on okay. down. You know, y'all, yeah. all y'all going to get some. A wave rush. Oh, is that it's what it is? Get a rush. Okay, so it'll, yeah. it'll probably just fall off like uh, Guam was uh, suspected to do. What was that guy? Hank, uh, Hank, whatever his name is, from Georgia. Yeah, yeah that guy was something else. He's from Georgia. He represents Georgia, but he's, uh, boy, he's either got Alzheimer's or dementia. They just keep electing him. Yeah, I, that's something I, I just he, don't he, get. He's not there. No, that he yeah. isn't. Now, I, I, Ben Affleck, let me solve this here situation with the shooting out there. At the movie set of Rust. Oh, Ben Affleck. You mean um um, God, I even forgot his name. Not Ben Affleck. It's uh um, God. How did I forget his name? And I was just looking at the story, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me let me. Okay. Let's put Ben out of it. Sort of like Wild Rice. Put Ben out of it. Yeah. Uh, he said himself that he was flipping the gun back and the the revolver back and forth, cocking it. Showing, asking the producers this way you want, this way, and he put it back, pull it out, put it back, pull it back, put it back, and pull it out. He said that himself in the first interview. First Alec interview Baldwin. Also said, That's the name. Alec it just Ball. hit me. Okay. Alec Ball. Yeah. Now, they also said that several hours before, the revolver had been used with live ammo out on, they were out to just shooting. And now this, the lady that's, uh, the armorer does the safe. The armorer. Yep. She said she had loaded the weapon herself. Yeah. But it had been out of her sight due to COVID for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, if there's a live round in there, that means she didn't load it herself. Right. Well, I now have, she's also when, suing the the company that provided mm-hmm. the blank ammo, um, saying that they they sent live stuff instead. Which. Well, come on. A blank ammo basically to me is like a dumb dumb bullet. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, any of us that know, know any inf- anything about that, we know the difference between yeah. the two. So, yeah. No, but most blanks are crimped yep. on the end. Yep, they got a They're little crimped. something. Don't look normal. But if he's sitting there flipping that revolver back and forth, cocking it, uncocking it, holding it this way, holding it that way, bad boy style, the only way that hammer's coming down is if that trigger's pulled. Yep. And if he doesn't know how to do a cross draw, I was reading this yesterday, 
he pulled that revolver out of the holster with his finger on the trigger and cocked it, but he didn't take his, he, once it's cocked, when you pull that trigger already, that hammer's coming down. Yeah, there's going to be more so investigation into it as well, did. and it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, they're still investigating it, and who knows? Maybe uh, maybe they'll nail Alec Baldwin with that one. But he's he's still refusing to give up his phone, too, uh, which is yeah, another thing that the investigators are upset with. Yeah, that's that's wrong. Yeah. Oh, I got one for the boys on the beach. Okay, one last yeah. one for the boys on the beach. Yeah. Now, now, they're hiring lifeguards out there. Yes, they are. And they anybody, according to y'all's advertisement, <laughs> yeah. anyone can be, can be a, lifeguard. a lifeguard. Yeah. I want some big women out there. Ugh. Kind of float real nice <laughs> and look good and travel oh. across the water. I want some big women. Oh, Earl! I don't want these little little skinny ones out there that look like uh, you know, one of these perfect movie stars. Uh-huh. Ooh, you, you don't, don't want, want a babe wa- Baywatch, Baywatch babe. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. No, they're they're plastic. They're not real. I don't oh, want. Oh, jeez, Earl. There's something something good. wrong there. All right. Well, on that note, like- Earl. Uh, hey, we got the recipe, so we're going to get those uh, online so that we can share them with everybody. And, and we'll pass it along. Get get some big girls in there. I, I did have a picture for you. I was three years old, but naked, with my rear end turned toward the camera. Oh, but I decided geez. I wouldn't send it. I was going to send it. I had a cowboy hat on, too. Oh, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> Earl, thank you so much for everything. Have a fantastic weekend. Right. We'll uh, we'll chat Take with care. you on Monday. See you later. And 233-9988, that is the number for the show this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Oh, sorry I missed you. Uh, we have to end the end of the week with the vision of uh, of Earl's baby picture with his booty and a cowboy hat. I'm not sure I could do breakfast after the show now. 233-9988, good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Oh, missed you again. Sorry. Uh, we got to take a quick little break. We will be right back. This is the Brian Rush Show, and you're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. This is the most talked about radio show in Bay County. The Brian Russ Show is on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. At 233-9988, that is the number for the show this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Russ Show. Yes, sir. I have some inside information for you. I, I like inside information. What do you got? Well, you know, they're, they're giving away free uh, masks, the better mask. Yeah. You heard that? Yep, because uh, the cotton masks don't work and people can't find the right ones, so the government is here to help you. Boy, boy, are they screwing over a bunch of people. They are contaminating these masks with the coronavirus. Yeah, I wouldn't trust the mask if the government was to give it to me. I mean, I don't trust anything that the government's doing right now, let alone, here, take this. Hey, does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it may sound conspiratorial, but I'm right there with you. I don't trust them. No, 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 no. It's inside information. They are doing it. They're not going to tell you, but they are doing it. Yeah, you know, something like that wouldn't surprise me at all. It really wouldn't. I mean, I, I know that that sounds like something that you should be like, oh, that's a total conspiracy theory. Something like that would never happen. But then when you stop oh, and yeah. think about all the stuff that has happened in the past year, it's hard to really say, no, that's not possible. <laughs> but at this point, Really, truly, anything is possible, so it wouldn't surprise me. All right, well, I'll just pass that on to you. Well, thanks, bud. I do appreciate it. Have a fantastic weekend, and thanks for the call. Uh, but, yeah, the, the new masks, uh, the CDC has come out, and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, uh, 
You know, we've been telling you about the fact that you should have uh, face coverings and all this other stuff, and it's going to prevent corona. Well, yeah, the cotton masks don't work, and you really need to have the surgical masks, and, oh, you don't have any? Oh, not a problem. We'll provide them for you now for free. Whether something like that is true, that it's contaminated with something or not, it's it's one of these, how can you trust? I mean, seriously, how, how can you go and trust the government at this point uh, with everything else that they have lied to us about uh, for you to just go, oh, you're going to send me a mask to put up on my, okay. It's almost like that date. Hey, does this smell like chloroform? Ooh, boom. I mean, there might be a little left wing out there a little bit, uh, but you never know. Uh, that and, you know, why does the government have to provide us with masks? That just, that doesn't need to happen. But uh, we definitely got a lot of stuff that we got to do some research on over the weekend. Uh, one of which being, uh, our universities giving back uh, tuition, uh, paid tuition, out-of-pocket tuition, and returning loaned money uh, for schools. Or are they keeping it? And that's a great question. April called that one in earlier uh, this hour. Uh, and that's a story that uh, is, uh, has just not been touched. Either way, on either side, whether people are getting their money back or not, for those that are being told, oh, you can't be here at the university because you didn't get the jab. So we'll have to look into that. Plus, uh, we also got to look into uh, the new reporting system. Uh, this one, uh, we had another caller call up on this. And this is what I love about you guys. You guys all have a lot of leads, a lot of great information because there's so much stuff. It's hard to keep up on it all. Uh, but the uh, the VARS program, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, uh, which is with the uh, Health and Human Services Department, which basically is supposed to be tracking the side effects to the vaccine. Be interesting to see what those reports are. So we'll be looking into those uh, to see what they happen to say. Uh, plus, next week on the show, I'm looking forward to this. We're, we're we're getting a lineup for next week, but so far we do have uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamrak is going to be on the show, and uh, she's a firecracker. I love her. She's pretty awesome. She's going to be joining us on the show on Wednesday, and we're going to talk about uh, some of the battles and fights that she's doing. Uh, and she has been fighting a lot for the American people. She's the uh, congresswoman for the uh, the Gainesville area. And I'm not sure which congressional district she is. Is that three, three or four, something like that? But either way, we'll have her on the show uh, before very long. And, of course, Kristen Cinema. she is one that is definitely uh, becoming a thorn in the Democrats' side. And even the leftist media is upset with uh, Kristen Cinema. And now NBC's Andrea Mitchell. Is it just me? Has Andrea Mitchell just gotten more just, and she almost looks evil, you know? And she's like that, that horrible neighbor that you get. Get off my lawn. Um, but she said yesterday that uh, on the, the Katie Turr reports that Senator Kristen Cinema is completely embarrassed President Joe Biden by giving a speech on the Senate floor opposing changing the filibuster ahead of Biden's meeting with the Senate Democrats on the Capitol Hill. And she said that Kristen Cinema did something that is extraordinary. Yes, everyone who was reading her body language had to know where she came down with this. She made it no secret of it, but she was openly publicly verbal about it. But when she went under the floor of the Senate, within an hour of the president coming up there to discuss her caucus, uh, knowing exactly what he is going to do, she completely embarrassed, politically embarrassed, the leader of, our own, of her own party, the sitting president of the United States, and was giving absolutely no leeway. She made it absolutely clear that she was not going to give on this. Here's my question, Andrea. How is that wrong? How is it wrong 
that a sitting senator who represents the people come out and say, hey, uh, what the president wants to do, what the rest of my party wants to do is not right. Not only is it not right, but what they want to do after the filibuster is something that's not constitutional. So if anything, somebody like an Andrea Mitchell, who should be there to help kind of educate people about how things are, should really be the one going, you know, props to her for actually standing up. But remember, when you do that in the Democrat Party, oh, it is just so evil. And of course, one of the bad things is that Kristen Sinema, she does have a Democratic opponent uh, in the race uh, for her seat next year or this year. And a lot of the polls are not looking good uh, for Kristen Sinema. So <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but we, the Republican side, the conservative side, the right, may actually lose Kristen Sinema. But at the same time, uh, it does look like there's a good chance that the Republicans might actually end up taking uh, not only the House, but the Senate uh, in this year's uh, midterm elections, which would be a great thing. But uh, Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin both saying they will not vote for the filibuster. And without the filibuster going away, the Democrats really are not going to be able to cram the Voting Rights Act down everybody's throat and turn around and federalize the election system, which, again, is unconstitutional and dangerous in so many ways. So props to Kristen Cinema. even if the Democrats and the mainstream media don't want to give it to her, I will give it to her and Joe Manchin for standing up for what's right, not necessarily what the party wants. So uh, that is it for this show. We have got to go. Brian Kilmeade is on the way next. Uh, have yourself a fantastic weekend. Like I said, I am going to be working on the, uh, the recipes, uh, Earl's recipes that he sent them to me. We'll get them uh, translated, posted them online so that you can grab them and that's a campfire goodness. Don't forget, you can podcast the show. It's available on all the popular podcasting shows. Have a fantastic weekend. I'll talk to you again Monday morning at 0500. Till then, see ya. Serving Tyndall, Callaway, and Northwest Florida. This is News Talk at 101, Panama City's information station.